Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard Hour 2 of the show, everybody. Nice to have you here with Rudy, Mary, and me on this first weekend of October. Today, Mary and I are coming to you from the terrace at the Hilton Oceanfront Suites in Ocean City, Maryland, while Rudy's back in Minnesota after broadcasting last weekend from the Hilton Resort in Sedona. He'll be coming up in just a few minutes for segment two today when he talks with Michael Booth about one family's journey through the belly of Japan. We've had some rain here overnight in Ocean City, and it was a little stormier earlier this morning, but the sky is brightening, and Mary and I are looking forward to spending some time on that beach after the show is over today and tomorrow. Actually, I see people walking right now. The sky is clearing, and people are starting to walk. I'm, I can I'm hear the ocean go. right yep. now. Exactly let's, looking at that. A lot of fun. Well, let's move along. All right. We have a major show announcement we're going to share in just a few moments, but I want to alert you that coming up at the end of this hour in segment five today, Arnie Sorensen, the CEO of Marriott, he'll be checking in with us to discuss the $13 billion merger between Marriott and Starwood Hotels and Resorts that just closed. Yes, and what it means for all of you. So I'm looking forward to talking to Arnie. Yeah, we really are. One other item, a warm welcome to our newest affiliate in the Tampa, Sarasota vicinity, AM730 WWTK, known as the best talk radio in Highlands County. Nice to have you here with Rudy, Mary, and me going forward, WWTK. We hope you enjoy the show. All right, our big news. If you've listened to the show over the past 12 to 18 months, well, then you've heard the topic of Cuba, I think it's fair to say, a number of times. For years, when we gather as a team off air, you know, Mary and I, we've always wanted to find a way to get Rudy to Cuba. It's one of the few places that he hasn't been, and Mary and I haven't been there either. No, we have not. And actually, Robert, that's about to change yes, in a big is. way. Yeah, yes, in April of 2017, we are taking the show to Cuba. And more importantly, we will be taking a number of you with us. Yeah, we actually are. There's going to be a lot more coming in the weeks ahead, folks. We've partnered with Friendly Planet Travel to create two special trips for you. You're going to be able to join Rudy on a nine-day Cuba cruise starting on April 7th or a six-day Cuba adventure with Mary and me starting on April 9th. We're going to take you to Havana and the country's premier beach, Veradero. And both trips will overlap in Havana. So whether you're part of the trip with Rudy or traveling with Robert and me, we will spend about a day or so together in Havana. And Rudy, Robert, and I will also broadcast the program from Cuba while we're all there as well. Yeah, that's going to be, yeah. that'll be great. Very exciting. You know, so if you want to reserve a space to join Rudy on the Cuba cruise or come along with Mary and me to Havana and Veradero in Cuba, we certainly would like that. Uh, we want you to go to friendlyplanet.com forward slash travel. That's friendlyplanet.com slash travel. You can reserve your space and get the specifics. Or if you prefer, just send us a note from rudymaxa.com under the Contact Us tab, and we'll answer your questions and get you in touch with the Friendly Planet team. I know we're going to have a great time with everyone in Cuba. And oh, it's going to be For so those much of fun. you who've been listening to the show for years, think about the experience of traveling side-by-side -side with Rudy Maxa in Cuba next April. Oh, it's Very gonna, We're going to have so much fun. Yep. There's no question about it. These are going to be two great trips. I'm looking forward to the broadcast there as well. I should add that each trip is limited to just 24 people each. The Cuba cruise with Rudy or the Havana and Veradero adventure with Mary and me. And things like airfare, hotels, transfer, most meals, English-speaking guides, special cultural excursions that they're planning for us, they're all included. 
So folks, go to the website, and if this interests you, get your name on the reservation list now before these trips fill up, because April will be here before you know it. As we said at the show open, Robert and I are broadcasting today from the Hilton Oceanfront Suites in Ocean City, Maryland. But next weekend, Columbus Day weekend, in Wareham, Massachusetts, one of the region's most popular fall events returns for its 13th year, the Cranberry Harvest Celebration. Joining us to share what's planned is Linda Burke, Vice President at AD Make Peace Company, the business who helps underwrite the festival. Welcome to the show, Linda. Our time is short, so let's get right to it. Hopefully you're having a nice day today. Absolutely. I was surprised to learn that you attract over 30,000 visitors annually to this festival. I know there's going to be live music. There's a farmer's market, birds of prey exhibit. You've got to have helicopter rides. There's a large marketplace, educational items, and, of course, all things cranberry. Uh, but this year, for a small fee, I understand visitors can don waders and jump into a cranberry bog for some fun. Tell us about that. Well, this is something that we've heard questions about from time to time. People have that on their bucket list. They always wanted to get into a cranberry bog. And I think we're all familiar with the ocean spray commercials. Yes. We have Justin and Henry standing yeah. in the cranberry bog. We all want to do that. Yeah, yeah I'd like to so do that. So would I. Good. Come on up. Yeah. <laughs> little, we're giving people that opportunity. So this is the first time you're doing that, though? Yes. Yeah. And what's the re reaction been so far? I realize the festival is next weekend, but uh, are you getting a good buzz about it? Well, we actually gave the opportunity to some of our employees and their families, and they really enjoyed it. The families in particular. For some of the employees, it's old hat. They get to do this all the time. But to have their children and spouses in the bog with them was kind of fun. So we did a photo shoot to promote the harvest celebration and this new opportunity that people have. And another thing that we did was work with Ocean Spray Cranberries. We're an Ocean Spray grower. And they did a workshop for teachers because they have a whole curriculum on growing cranberries for teachers. And they invited the teachers in to introduce this new curriculum. And they gave the teachers the opportunity to get into the cranberry bog. I love, love it. Like yeah. little kids. Love it. love it. It was so cool. Linda, yeah. I think one of the things we really enjoy about what you're doing with this particular cranberry harvest celebration, and we've also covered some other festivals around the U.S. recently, is there really kind of an opportunity to return to a simpler time? I mean, I would use the word old-fashioned, but you're offering an awful lot for people. Uh, is, is that what you're going for? Something for families? and That's it. We, we use the word old-fashioned as well. Mm -hmm. And this is educational, it's informational, but it's kind of fun, too. And there are very low-tech children's activities available. The music is bluegrass and country and it has a very old-fashioned Yeah, it definitely does. It. You know, we've got about 30 seconds left. What's your favorite uh, thing about the Cranberry Harvest Celebration? Well, I, I think it's actually seeing the cranberries. We take it for granted in this part of the country that we get to see this, and we get people from all over the world coming to see the cranberry harvest and how beautiful it is, and watching people see it is fun. Linda, give us the exact dates and times of the festival and where our listeners can go to get more information. Well, they can go to our website, which is admakepeace.com, and the festival is Saturday and Sunday, October 8th and 9th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Wareham, Massachusetts. admakepeace.com. Linda, thanks very much. Best wishes this year with the Cranberry Harvest Celebration. Thanks, Linda. Thank you. All right, Cranberry Harvest Celebration, Mary. Sounds yes, like fun, doesn't it? it sure does. And, you know, we didn't get to this in the interview, but for over 200 years, they've been growing cranberries in Massachusetts. Okay. That's a long time. Harvesting it the old-fashioned way. I'd like way. to be down the bottom. Yeah, no, to go from the beach to the cranberry box. Let's go next week. 
and kids. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and exactly. just to see the whole harvesting process and how it's still being done. <laughs> You're too much. We're going to go yeah. from the beach to, to the, the bog. cranberry bogs. Yeah, yep. That's too much. Sounds like well, fun. Rudy won't be able to join us because I know he's going over to London. No, but uh, I bet he hoping. would if he could. Yeah, mm-hmm. the three of us. I'd like to see Rudy and Wade. I think we'd have fun. a great time. Yeah, all right. Up next, Rudy, he's going to be here from his studio in Minnesota. And then Mary and I will be back with you from Ocean City, Maryland with Arnie Sorensen a little later in the show. I do go to friendlyplanet.com slash travel to reserve your space with the three of us for Cuba or send us a note from the contact us button on rudymaxa.com. You're listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries and we're so glad you are. Segment two is up next, starting in three minutes. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or check in anytime at rudymaxa.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. With the kids back in school, the last thing you want to do is fight crowds, jam-packed aisles, and long lines at a warehouse club on your weekend. Stock up at Boxed.com instead. B-O-X-E-D.com. Boxed.com delivers the products you use every day. Toilet paper, paper towels, snacks in bulk at ridiculously low prices with no annual membership fee. Plus, right now, you can save 20% on your first order and get free shipping. Just go to Boxed.com and enter the code RUDY. Box.com, code Rudy, or you can visit RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. Hey folks, Robert here with a message that burglaries can really traumatize your family. A recent study suggests nearly half of burglary victims get severe post-traumatic stress, but it's avoidable because you can make your family feel safe with Simply Safe Home Security. They have all the sensors to protect your home or business, and should they trigger, the authorities are alerted immediately. No long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and 24-7 professional monitoring is just $14.99 a month. Visit SimplySafeRudy.com for free shipping. Get a keychain remote worth $25 or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. When you use public Wi-Fi, shop online, or give out your social security number, you leave a trail of digital breadcrumbs. Thieves can use this information to steal your identity. LifeLock can detect signs that someone picked up your breadcrumbs to take what's yours. They have a resolution staff to help fix messy identity fraud problems. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Plans start at $9.99 a month plus applicable sales tax. Go to lifelock.com and get 10% off with the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, or visit rudymaxa.com and look under sponsors. Warm weather brings lots of outdoor activities like hiking, fishing, yard work, sports, and more. But sometimes we experience the aches and pains that come with these extra activities. Relief Factor can help you with that. Relief Factor is a natural supplement that works to fight inflammation that causes joint and muscle pain. It's a 100% natural formula with only four powerful ingredients. So stop taking over-the-counter pain medications and try Relief Factor. First-time users get a quick start supply for only $19.95. Visit relieffactor.com or rudymaxa.com and look under sponsors. Connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. You are indeed listening to America's number one travel show, and this sponsor, this segment of that show is sponsored by lifelock.com. Everything you've achieved in life has been all right, right? Your work, your sweat, your savings, your time, your planning. There's no reason to protect your identity. That should be all right, too, right? Wrong. The fact is, it would be hard to know where to start if your identity was stolen, who to call, how to find the time, and frankly, how to go about resolving it all, which is why there's LifeLock. Their proprietary technology will help detect and alert you to a huge range of identity thefts and threats. And if you have a problem, 
They have a U.S.-based team of specialists who will work to fix it. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but with LifeLock, you spare yourself the time, run around in frustration of trying to do it all on your own. And it goes beyond free credit monitoring, which only detects changes to your credit. LifeLock membership starts at $9.99 a month, plus applicable taxes. Enrollment takes minutes, and protection starts immediately. Now, if you call or visit LifeLock.com, you can save 10% on your membership when you use the promo code RUDY. That's my first name, R-U-D-Y. LifeLock.com, promo RUDY to save 10%, or you'll find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Uh, Some of you may know, if you're regular listeners of the show, that um, earlier this year I Spent most of a month in Japan shooting three new shows, episodes for my public television series, Rudy Max's World, with an emphasis on the not just the cuisine of Japan, but the producers of the, cu- of the cuisine in Japan. Um, we went to the islands of uh, Hokkaido and, and, of course, the main island on which Tokyo is based, and uh, down south to Kyushu, uh, which, by the way, Hokkaido had snow with snow-capped mountains, and people were skiing, and people were lying under palm trees on the beach in Kyushu, actually under the volcanic sand that was heating them when people with shovels covered them up to their neck. That's another story. Here's another story. In fact, another book. It's called Super Sushi Ramen Express, and it's a fascinating book about one family's trip through Japan to sample the food. And it's written by Michael Booth, who we had him on the show talking about his fabulous book about uh, Scandinavians, the almost nearly perfect people. Michael, welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here. Hey, Rudy. It's good to talk to you again. Okay, so you uh, you you have you you attended the Cordon Bleu Academy. You have some friends who are chefs, and you were in. Uh, you were in Paris, and uh, one of your fellow students there was, was a Japanese chef who, who impressed upon you the uniqueness of Japanese cuisine, which you weren't really convinced about. But he finally talked enough about it that you took your wife and your two young children and spent months going three months in Japan. Uh, doing something similar to what I did, starting in uh, Tokyo, going up to Hokkaido, then going south. All that you went to Kyushu, but you also went to Okinawa, and and this book details that trip and your discovery of Japanese cooking. Overall, let's flash to the bottom line. You loved it, didn't yeah. you? I absolutely loved it, and it's since become a total obsession of mine. Me and my family, we've been there again three times this year. And you're right, I did that trip the full length of the country, and we've just done it again. And the, the, the amazing thing, as you know, really about Japan is. Every different region you go to has something you've never seen before, a food you've never tasted or a way of cooking you've never heard of before. And you, there are like, I think, 47 different prefectures. You, know, you can spend a lifetime traveling in that country and, and they, still not get to grips with and it. And they really specialize in it, don't they? One of the things that struck me, Michael, is we went, uh, we went up to the wasabi. We, we went to the producers. We went out with the fishermen. Uh, Daisuke Udagawa, my partner, went out at 2 in the morning to bring in the... The, uh, the, 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 the scallops, um, we, went into, we went to a wasabi farm, we're allowed to film there, which uh, most Americans don't know about, I don't think. But what we found was everyone was multi-generational family had been, been doing this. We'd say, how long have you been doing Oh, well, my great-great-grandfather did this. So did my grandfather, my father. Yeah, always. It's, it's just, amazing, isn't it? You, know, you, you go to companies, especially if you you know, live in the States or wherever, a company that is 200 years old, some of the 300, 400-year-old companies still making the same product, sometimes even in the same place. And it's right. the same story wherever you go in Japan. You know, they just dedicate not only their lives, but, but their, their descendants' lives. 
I, I find it uh, I, I find it amazing, and I, I, I gather the number is there are more uh, Michelin-starred restaurants in Tokyo than New York and Paris combined. Is it Tokyo or Japan? I don't know which one, but there's a lot of Michelin-starred uh, Tokyo has, has more than Paris, that's for sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and straight off the bat, the first time I made a Michelin guide to Tokyo a few years back, it was straight in at number one. And they haven't even scratched the surface, really, of that city, you know. Every street has a Michelin-worthy restaurant. It's absolutely ridiculous. You almost have to work hard to eat badly in Tokyo. I think you're right, and I don't think most Americans understand that. I think it's all about sushi, and uh, you know we can get that uh, block away here downtown, so why would I go all the way to Japan? But it's not all about sushi, is it? Oh, absolutely not. And the thing is, for a long time, when I was, I, I was training to be a chef in Paris and was really into the classic French style of cooking, and I used to think of sushi, well, it's just cutting up some raw fish. How difficult can that be? <laughs> then, of course, I you know, went to Tokyo, discovered how amazing sushi is, and the amazing range of skills that a sushi chef needs, needs to have in his arsenal. Because, partly because there are so many types of fish in Japan. Also, they change with the season. They have, even have different names depending on the season, different ways to prepare them. And finally, I managed to get to this Valhalla of sushi restaurants, Jiro Sushi, which is the subject of that famous documentary. Of and I got to eat there recently. And I hate to say it, but it was the best sushi I've ever eaten. It's the most irritating thing, I'm afraid. But it's really? impossible to get in. A 90-year-old chef, this guy, Jiro Ono, he sure. works there five days a week. 90, he just turned when I ate there. Absol and he spent a lifetime, again, dedicating himself to perfecting his art. He, he never expected to get famous. He didn't do it to get famous or rich. I asked him, how do you celebrate your birthday, your 90th? He was there behind the counter serving his customers. Of course and I find that quite moving, actually, that, that dedication. Uh, it, I think it's really inspiring, actually. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm talking with Michael Booth. He's the author of a new book called Super Sushi Ramen Express, One Family's Journal Through the Belly of Japan. And I, as I mentioned in introducing Michael, I'm a huge fan of Japanese food and, and came to it later in life and so glad I, I did. But, Michael, you, you mentioned uh, the documentary that, uh, that so many people have watched, uh, um, Your Dreams of Sushi, but, uh, but um, you also went to a restaurant called Mibu, that is also very hard to get yeah. into. And that knocked your socks off, didn't it? Well, there's, there's a whole uh, level of restaurant, kind of even above the Michelin three-star restaurants, where you need to be a member or you need to be recommended by you know, someone who's been there to get, even get a reservation. They're not in the phone book. They're, they have no online presence. I went to interview a guy called Yukio Hattori, who's kind of the godfather of Japanese food, runs a big cooking school in Tokyo, invented... Iron Chef and was a judge on Japanese Iron Chef. He's like the guru of Japanese food. I interviewed him, and as I did with everyone I interviewed in Japan, I said, what's the, what's the best restaurant in Japan? Let's cut to the chase. What's your favorite restaurant? And he said, it's this restaurant, Mibu, but you know, you have to be a member to go there, and the members every month, he sends out you know, a form where you fill in and say what day you want to come, and you're allowed to bring some guests. And I said, okay, it's now my ambition in life to eat at that restaurant. And he paused and he, and he got his diary out, and he looked through the diary and said, what are you doing on September the 7th? And I said, well, in my head, I knew I was going to be in Okinawa, <laughs> but I made sure I, was, I flew back to Tokyo because he invited me for dinner at this restaurant. Um, an, an amazing experience. This is the restaurant where Ferran Adria, uh, the great chef of El Bulli, or from, Joel Robuchon, when they go there from Spain and France, the, great, the greatest chefs in the world, uh, Hattori San, he takes them there. He told me that Ferran Adria had been reduced to tears by the food in this restaurant. And I thought the um, quote from the chef that you have in your book, Michael, was, was amazing. You, you wanted to 
you you asked him his inspiration for the re- constant renewal of his menu, which is something that happens so often in Japan. The seasons are very important. His quote, his answer to you, as you quote, is. It's very difficult, but I'm always looking to get better at what I do every month. Now, this is a chef who obviously is a toast to the country, and he's still competing against himself, as you point out in your book. In his early 70s, right? And I, 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 talked, I asked through his wife, I think, how old, how old is your husband? And she said, he's 72. And I, I jokingly said, oh, well, he's got another 10, 20 years, knowing how long Japanese chefs goes on, go on. And she said, well, actually, no, he, he has cancer. And by continuing to work in his little kitchen with no windows, bad air conditioning, and all of that, he's probably shortening his life. So it really becomes a matter of life and death for these people. Unbelievable. It's just it's staggering, really. Yeah. Okay, and when a you word... think about chefs in... in... Sorry, I'm go sorry, on. go ahead. No, go ahead, Michael. It's just when you think of chefs in the West who think they can go straight to being on TV and on the Food Channel, and that's, their goal is fame and wealth and opening as many restaurants as possible. It's the absolute antithesis of that. Okay, 30 seconds on ramen, which I presume you went up to Hokkaido, the, which is where the ramen famous for, and it's all over America. We have 20 seconds left. Yeah, ramen, uh, they are crazy about ramen. If you think America's gone crazy about ramen, go to Japan. And again, wherever you go, they'll incorporate the local ingredients. There's now a Michelin-starred ramen restaurant in Tokyo. They take it to, as with everything, the Japanese take it to that extra level, that extra level of dedication and quality. If you like Japanese food, this is a must-read. It's Michael Booth's new book. It's called Super Sushi Ramen Express, One Family's journal th- Journey Through the Belly of Japan. It's a great first-person account, beautifully written, that will gently bring you into this world of Japanese food where, I mean, food is really important there. Michael, thank you for joining me from Denmark. Um, I can't recommend the book enough. We'll be right back after this break. Max's World with the Carries by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. Changing an industry isn't easy, but Casper's doing it. They've turned the commission-driven mattress showroom on its head. Time Magazine noticed, naming it one of the best inventions of 2015, Casper's one single perfect mattress for all sleepers. Its two high-tech foams guarantee you sleep cool and comfortable. Try it in your home for 100 nights, risk-free. Casper will pick up the mattress and refund you if you don't love it. Go to Casper.com and use code Rudy for $50 towards the purchase of your mattress, or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Terms and conditions. Apply. Football season and delicious smoked food, they go hand in hand. While tailgating at the big game or in your backyard, you can now cheer on your favorite team while the master-built smoker does all the work for you. From fully featured digital electric smokers to portable propane smokers, you'll love how simple it is to share the goodness of slow-smoked food with your family and friends. Master-built smokers are available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Sam's Club, Walmart, Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, and more. You can visit masterbuilt.com for additional retailers, videos, and recipes, or just go to rudymaxa.com under sponsors. lines are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com welcome back to rudy max's world with the carries welcome back nice to have you here in rudy max's world with the carries and this segment of the show is brought by therabreath 
It doesn't matter who you are. We all deal with uncomfortable, the uncomfortable reality of bad breath from time to time. But rather than just accepting it as being okay, you can have the confidence and freshest breath possible with TheraBreath Premium Oral Care products, which are available almost everywhere. Since 1994, no one has helped more people fight bad breath than TheraBreath. Over 6 million people in 100-plus countries have used the clinically proven TheraBreath formulas to eliminate bad breath and regain lost confidence. And members of our audience can receive some free samples and coupons by calling 800-557-5905. I'll give you that number in a moment if you want to grab a pen. You can experience yourself while we're all using TheraBreath. You can find TheraBreath toothpaste, mouthwash, lozenges, even their soothing oral rinse for people with minor tooth pain and oral sensitivity at nearly 100 different retailers across the country, including Walgreens, Walmart, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Kmart, and more. Whether Robert, Mary, and I are in the studio or on remote, TheraBreath Thera keeps our breath fresh, and it'll do the same for you. So go to therabreath.com for more info. You'll find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors, or you can receive some free samples and coupons by calling 800-557-5905. We talked briefly uh, last hour with Christine Neg- Negroni about the findings this week or the... Uh, I say indictment, but I don't mean official indictment, but the uh, assertion from Dutch and other investigators that it was a Russian mobile missile launcher whose missile shot down a Malaysian Airlines flight MH17 two years ago over eastern Ukraine, something the Russians, by the way, are denying. I had Christine, Christine on to talk about it because she has just published a new book called The Crash Detectives, Investigating the World's Most Mysterious Air Disasters. And uh, delighted to have have her on uh, with me. Christine, welcome to the show. Nice to have you back. It's nice to be here. Thank you so much. I'm flying high today. The Wall Street Journal just ran a big review, and they loved my book, so I'm in a very oh my, good mood. I've got the Wall Street Journal right here. I'll, I'll look yeah. at it right after the show. It's sitting right across the <laughs> table. I didn't have time to read it this morning as we, broadcast, do. As we broadcast live on Saturday morning. But um, So this book is... You really take a look at um, some some air some spectacular, and of course, I don't mean that in a good way. Air crashes and how investigators from the National Transportation Safety Board and others begin to try to solve the mystery of what happened. Correct. Right. And in fact, you know, this book is about the ones that they haven't solved. This book is about the aviation disasters oh. that have remained unsolved over, in some cases, 75 years. Um, in the case of a, a Pan Am flying boat that disappeared in almost, you know, similar circumstances to Malaysia 370, a very state-of-the-art aircraft flying across a, a vast body of water that disappeared and was never found, no part of it. In that respect, Malaysia, they found more of Malaysia than they ever found of the flying boat. So I, I compare those two aviation disasters, and then along the way I, I discuss other accidents, uh, American and foreign, in which the investigators either didn't find out what happened or seem to have not tried very hard to find out what happened. So it's uh, it's a bit about uh, mysteries. It's a bit about conspiracies. But it does, because you write about aviation disasters and people think you're a downer, and I'm not a downer. The book actually ends in a very uplifting way, talking about the role of the human in the center of it all. And at a time when, you know, we're talking about pilotless airplanes and driverless cars, um, there's an important message, I think, in the the important role of the human, the resilient human. Well, now, did you find did you find cooperation with folks who are, had done these investigations, or were you having to operate around the perimeter of the insiders? Well, in some cases, yes, and in some cases, no. 
So in the uh, in the case of Malaysia 370, which I covered for ABC News, I um, found out some very intriguing information that's revealed first in the book about Malaysia knowing prior to the um, to the disappearance of the airplane that it could not track its airplanes as often as frequently as it was required to do by law, and they kept that a secret. And I put it in my book. But you know when I got the information sh- uh, showing that they in fact knew in advance that they couldn't track their airplanes, I was never able to get a response from anyone in the Malaysian Airlines uh, Public Relations Office or in the Malaysia Civil Aeronautics Board. They never answered my emails either, so or my phone calls. So uh, the point is that sometimes the, they didn't talk, but, you know, you know, you've been around. You you were a journalist as well. You know, you can you can go at something from many different directions, and ultimately, if you push hard enough, you can get some stuff. And that's what I did. Sure, we're talking with. I'm talking with Christine Negroni, the author of The Crash Detectives, just published by Penguin. And if you happen to get the Wall Street Journal or have access to it online. Uh, there's a review of it, a very favorable review. I'm looking at it now. I haven't read it. I just opened it up. It's on page C6 of today's Wall Street Journal. It's quite if long. So it's sure, quite it's two-thirds long, of a page. So a lot of ink. Now. A lot of ink oh, by Edward Cosner. The review's by Ed Cosner, by the way, the former editor of Newsweek, New York Esquire, and the New York Daily News. You've got an authoritative reviewer here. We're gonna I asked keep... him if he would marry me, but he said he was already taken. <laughs> what about me? I have you on the show all the time promoting <laughs> well, your books. Well, you there, there you go. There you go. I'm still looking. My problem Stand... is I'm also already taken, but whatever. Well, we'll stand. Ed and I will stand in line. I'm going to ask Christine to stay with us through this commercial break because I want to ask her about the Air New Zealand DC-10 that crashed into a, a volcano um, during a sightseeking junket to Antarctica in 1979. It took about 257 people with it. We'll be right back with Christine Negroni, your books, The Crash Detectives, You're in Rudy Max's World. Stay with me. Another conversation with her coming up. Max's World with the Carries. Phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rudymaxa.com. We're back after these messages. Have you tried a MyPillow yet? If not, we suggest you do. You've heard us talking about MyPillows for some time now, and there really is something special about them. They come with five different fill levels, so they're customized to the individual. They're the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation and come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Right now, they're offering a special deal for our listeners of a buy one, get one free offer on their premium pillow. Visit MyPillow.com and use promo code RUDY or go to RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Football season and delicious smoked food, they go hand in hand. While tailgating at the big game or in your backyard, you can now cheer on your favorite team while the master-built smoker does all the work for you. From fully featured digital electric smokers to portable propane smokers, you'll love how simple it is to share the goodness of slow smoke food with your family and friends. Masterbelt smokers are available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Sam's Club, Walmart, Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, and more. You can visit masterbelt.com for additional retailers, videos, and recipes, or just go to rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. 
Hi, it's washing machine. It's about, oh, seven o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting. Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. GEICO applauds your inner road name. A slow clap goes out to your biker alter ego. You might be mild-mannered Michael in the office, the guy known for raising his hand in meetings, but out on the open road, it's Motor Mike. GEICO supports you and your bike, Motor Mike, because beyond cars, GEICO insures motorcycles, those glorious vroom-vroom machines. With 24-7 customer service and great rates, the only thing you'll be raising from now on is a heck of a good time. So head out on the highway and make that road yours, Mike. Make it yours. Geico Motorcycle. See how much you could save. With the kids back in school, the last thing you want to do is fight crowds, jam-packed aisles, and long lines at a warehouse club on your weekend. Stock up at Boxed.com instead. B-O-X-E-D.com. Boxed.com delivers the products you use every day. Toilet paper, paper towels, snacks in bulk at ridiculously low prices with no annual membership fee. Plus, right now, you can save 20% on your first order and get free shipping. Just go to Box.com and enter the code RUDY. Box.com, code RUDY, or you can visit RudyMaxa.com and look under Sponsors. Participate in the program. Call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries. This segment's sponsored by Casper.com. Casper is the mattress you want to have in your home for a great night's sleep. Casper mattresses were invented with two high-tech foams that guarantees you'll sleep coolly and comfortably with all the support you need. We've all been there. It's the middle of the night. You wake up drenched, covered in sweat. Instead of cranking up that A.C., Get rid of the heat, trapping old mattress. Upgrade to a modern Casper. When you do, you'll be sleeping as cool as the other side of the pillow every night. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Well, there you go. In fact, Casper is now the most awarded mattress of the century. Robert, Mary, and I are happy to have Casper sponsoring this show. Their new sheets are just as comfortable. They create an environment designed to also keep you cool all night. Now, listen to this. Casper sheeps... Casper ships its mattresses for free in a surprisingly compact box, so it's incredibly easy to get into your bedroom. You can try it in your own home for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't love it, Casper will pick it up and refund you everything. So go to Casper.com, that's C-A-S-P-E-R, by the way, and use the promo code RUDY, and you'll get 50 bucks toward the purchase of your mattress. That's C-A-S-P-E-R.com, Casper.com, promo code RUDY to save 50 bucks, or you'll find the link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. We are in the middle of a conversation with author Christine Negroni, whose new book is called The Crash Detectives, and it's uh, reviewed today in the Wall Street Journal. The subtitle, there is no subtitle. Is there a subtitle to it? Oh, there is. Investigating the world's most mysterious air disaster. Well, there you go. There's, <laughs> there you go. That is the... Uh, uh, that's the subtitle, and that tells you what you need to know. So I wanted to find out more, and the book is about unsolved crashes. Yeah, um, pretty much, though sometimes the, trying to get to the solution of a crash or discuss potential solutions to, uh, to a crash, I will talk about those that have, you know, that have had a resolution. All right. In, in this segment, tell me about the New Zealand crash. You know, the New Zealand crash is just kind of an amazing story because it's like a movie. It's like a made-for-TV movie. There, you know, the the uh, the pilots were given 
coordinates to enter into their um, into their navigational system before they took off on a regularly scheduled, though they only did it one month every year, flight uh, tourist flight to Antarctica. They passengers would get on and they'd be treated all first class and they'd fly down to the ice and fly around a little bit and come back, you know, in and out in one day. Which sounds like, excuse me for interrupting you, but given the fact that there's not very crowded skies down in Antarctica um, and there's not a whole lot of confusing stuff, it's just a lot of white ice, um, it sounds like one of the safer journeys to fly on. You know, I, I, I think, yes, like you, I would have thought that too. But two things, two things happened to them. One is that they were, they were given the wrong navigational fixes to enter into their uh, computer, which they did. <sighs> and rather than flying in over the ice, which they anticipated, flying in over the water, which they anticipated, the, the, the bad coordinates actually took them right into a volcano. No. So they smashed into the volcano. But the second question, and really this did become the crux of the story, is why didn't they see it? It was a clear day. So, okay, granted, they had the wrong coordinates, but why didn't they just see the volcano and avoid it? And that was the second sort of thing they didn't, they didn't, I guess, appreciate enough, which is that flying in the Arctic has some unique climactic conditions, and in fact, there was something called sector whiteout. So even uh. though they could see um, side to side, they couldn't see with all the white, the white of the ocean, the white of the ice, the white of the mountain, they could, and the white of the sky, there was nothing to delineate anything. So what they saw was just an expanse of white. They never saw it, and they flew right into it. Too much white. Too much white. You know, but what happened was, so clearly the airline had made a mistake. And what happened, this is the, the incredible part, is that they, instead of sort of owning up to it, the airline went around and, and, and never confessed that, that it had entered the wrong coordinates. In fact, they denied that they even, they even knew that they'd entered the wrong, wrong coordinates, even though they did. And they accused the pilots. And it went on for, you know, months and months and months. And finally, after the probable cause report came out, saying basically the pilots did what they shouldn't have done, uh, there was another hearing. And in that, you know, another uh, another panel was uh, uh, was in you know impaneled, and that um, investigation concluded that you know that Air New Zealand had engaged in all sorts of stuff, theft of you know property from the pilots' homes, and uh, lying in front of the investigator and changing the the oh. transcript of the cockpit voice recorder, just lots of bad activity. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, I... Exactly, because you know we we think of accident investigators as being the white hats, but in this sure. case, they clearly were not. All right, read this book. It's a fascinating detective story. It's called The Crash Detectives by Christine Negroni. Uh, read it. I, I, let me just read the last part of um, Edward Cosner's review in the Wall Street Journal, the last paragraph. For all the horror stories in The Crash Detectives, a reasonable reader will leave the book more sanguine about modern commercial air travel than ever. That's good news. Thank you so much, Christine. When we come back, we come back. Robert and Mary Carey are going to join you from the Hilton Oceanfront Suites in Ocean City, Maryland, for a talk with the CEO of Marriott, Arnie Sorensen. I look forward to hearing Mr. Sorensen's thoughts on the merger of Marriott and Starwood at hotels and resorts. That's a merger that's created the world's largest hotel operator. Don't go away. Join Rudy, Robert, and Mary. Call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. To 
join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to Ocean City, Maryland, everybody. We've enjoyed having you here with us today, both with Rudy in Minnesota and Mary and me here at the beach in Maryland. Before we get to our guest, Marriott CEO Arnie Sorensen, this portion of the program is sponsored by dollarshaveclub.com slash Rudy. You've heard Rudy, Mary, and me talking about how much we like Dollar Shave. Shave is fantastic. What you probably don't know is we've been using their other terrific products, too. They've got great stuff for your hair, your face, for everywhere to keep you feeling and looking fresh. And we like that it's all delivered right to your door. Here's another reason to become a member. As a fan of our show, you'll get your first month of razors for free. Just pay shipping, and after that, it's only a few bucks. So join us and the over 3 million other satisfied members today. There are no commitments required, no hidden fees, and you can cancel at any time. Just go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Rudy, or find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Last week, it was announced that the $13 billion merger between Marriott International and Starwoods Hotels and Resorts gained government approval and became official. The combined company is now the largest hotel operator in the world with 30 brands and over 5,700 properties. Who better to tell us what this all means for us as travelers than Marriott's CEO, Arnie Sorensen? Arnie, we've spoken with a number of your top executives over the years, but never with you. Welcome to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Nice to have you with us today. Thank you very much. Great to be with you. Appreciate it. So 30 brands, 5,700 properties, 1.1 million rooms. I believe you're operating now in 110 countries. Uh, the new Marriott is a powerhouse. Will size matter for business and leisure travelers? Well, we are so excited to finally get this uh, acquisition of Starwood done. We closed on September 23rd, and you've laid out the statistics, so it's a uh, humbling portfolio. And we got a lot of work to do in order to integrate these companies and do what we can do and continue to grow around the world. I think the thing that turns us on the most, though, is the breadth of choice we offer our loyal customers. And the primary reason for us to do this deal was really to take Marriott Rewards and FPC, we think two of the leading loyalty programs in the hotel business, and link them together and create that much more choice for our customers. Yeah, so let's get into that a little bit, because it certainly is making it into the news about the loyalty program. So can you set it straight for our listeners and share exactly what's going on for both current Marriott and Ritz-Carlton members, as well as Starwood? Yeah, what we've done already, we did it the moment we closed, is say, all right, we want to deliver immediate benefits to our customers, so let's get strong functionality between the two separate programs. So there's still two separate programs, Marriott Rewards, which includes Ritz-Carlton Rewards and FPG. But already they can go onto a, a dedicated uh, site, link their accounts. Of course, if they don't have an account in one program or the other, they can add that account. If they're an elite level member in either account, that elite level will be matched in the other program. And most importantly, they can take points that they've earned in one program or the other and transfer them to the other program so that they can redeem in hotels in that portfolio. Of course, they wouldn't have to transfer if they want to redeem hotels in this. Right. And, right. and Arnie, I believe yeah. with that website for folks that they're listening right now, it's just members.marriott.com where they can link, correct? Exactly. Okay. Members.marriott.com. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and so, you know, already they've got really strong functionality between those two programs, albeit it's still two programs, not one. Okay. So they're linking. Do you see them as remaining separate at this point, or is that too early to talk about? Well, I think it would be great to wave a magic wand and have them be what program. If the world is a bit more complicated than that, we've right. got, uh, of course, the, the most important group is the customers. And uh, they've each grown up with these programs. They like their programs. They take some uh, partial ownership of them. And we want to make sure we involve them in 
the conversations about where we take these programs going forward. And then we've got other partners. We've got uh, credit card partners, which are different ones with each of the two programs. We've got timeshare companies, different ones, and we've got lots of airline partners. Uh, and then the last piece is we've got technology issues. So all of those things we've got to work through. Yeah, you got to put all that together. It'll be a year or two before we know for certain whether we get to one program, uh, what it's called, and all of those sorts of questions, which we don't have the answers to yet. All right, so really quick, you know, during all the acquisition talks, you know, when Anbang kept coming back with their sweetened offers, did you ever doubt that the Marriott-Starwood marriage wouldn't occur? Oh, of course I did. Uh, when the Anbang first showed up, I thought, oh, my goodness, we've got the Chinese bidding against us on the transaction. I wonder if we can survive. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't really clear until Anbang ultimately withdrew that we would end up uh, with the transaction. Well, and I don't. Our best offer on the table, and fortunately we survived. Uh, and I only have about 30 seconds left with you, and I'm sorry to ask you this question so quick, but you got 30 brands now. What's your top priority going forward for the new Marriott? Well, it's really uh, multiple. We've got three communities our associates, our guests, and our hotel owners. Both of our hotels are owned by a separate real estate investor. We want to make sure that this deal is successful for all three of those communities from the get go. And so we've got initiatives in each of those spaces, which we really got to turn up. All right. Well, Arnie, uh, now that we've been able to have you on the show, we hope you won't be a stranger. You'll come back, keep us updated from time to time on the growth. We know it's been a really busy period for you, so thank you for taking a few minutes out of your weekend to join us today. Glad to, and I'd love to come back again. Take care, very Arnie. Exciting. Thanks, Thanks very much. Arnie. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, Mary, $13 billion acquisition yes, is done. very, very exciting. All right, and folks, that's going to do it for this edition of Rudy Maxwell's World with the Carries. This week, coming to you from Ocean City, Maryland, and the Hilton, ironically. We're talking to the Marriott CEO, and here we are at the Hilton in Ocean City. Uh, come check it out. Special thanks to all our guests who appeared on the show today with us. Be sure to vote in those latest online polls at RudyMaxa.com, and don't forget to drop us an email with your travel questions or comments from the Contact Us tab at RudyMaxa.com. And if you want to go to Cuba with us, drop us a note there as well. You can also link with us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RM World Travel. Thanks to our show team for helping Rudy, Mary, and me put today's program together and get it to you, to all our network affiliates and sponsors, and of course, all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.